It's that time. Welcome to the Time to Man Up podcast. And here's your host, Sean Hess. Hey guys, are you ready for this episode of the Time to Man Up podcast? If you are watching this, you can see that I've got my red shirt on and I am ready to go as we are going to be looking at the relationship between a man and a woman. That's right. We're going to talk about some areas when it comes to love. I've got my Hessence strawberry champagne candle going just to get me in the mood to get me ready for what we're going to be talking about. In this episode, I'm going to deal with a few issues that are relevant to men who are married or in a dating relationship. Actually, these issues, they are important for every man to be aware of. So even if you're single, don't just turn this episode off. You need to listen because at some point in your life, it's going to become very valuable to you. The issues that we are going to talk about are issues that few men really want to address. I'm going to start us out easy, but it won't be long before we are throwing some boulders into the deep end, men. One thing I've learned in marriage is the quest to earn points with my wife. Some of you, the instant that I said that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. In my previous ministry, when it came to our men's ministry, it became kind of a joke about how we would earn points with our wife. Because most men know and work hard at earning those points. Why do we earn those points? What is this about? It's not to win a game. We earn points because if we want things to come alive in the bedroom at night, we need to earn some points that work ourselves toward that opportunity when it comes to going to bed and that relationship with our spouse when it comes to sex. If we're dating, that comes later. But if you are a married man, you know exactly what I'm talking about with this. Men think about sex more than most would like to admit. And I'm not just talking married men. I'm talking men that aren't married. Sex is an attack that the enemy likes to put on us. He knows that we are very visual and he will do everything he can, whether it's through advertisements, music, whatever it is, he puts it out there for us. It's amazing how one touch from my wife and I am ready to go, right, men? I mean, I'm sure there have been some times, men, when you're just sitting on the couch and all of a sudden your wife's arm rubs against you, bumps against you, and she doesn't even realize what she has just done. I mean, right, you're watching TV. For her, she's still engaged in the show. For you, men, you are ready to head back to the bedroom. You are ready to take things straight back to the bedroom and get it on. But that is nothing like what she's thinking. And there have been times when my wife has just like rubbed my arm while we're sitting next to each other on the couch. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's time. Guys, that's not what she was thinking. She's just showing affection. She's just showing love to me. But for me, that rub of the arm translates green light for sex. Yes, I said it, sex. And we're going to say it more than just that time. Because the reality is, men, is that we have to get comfortable with talking about sex. If you are married, you need to have open conversations with your wife when it comes to sex. 
defining that relationship with each other. Yes, I said it, and most men have thought about it. A, my, a man's mind can jump to sex in seconds. Well, let me say this. A man's mind can jump to sex in a fraction of a second. I mean, all it takes is one little thought, one little touch, whatever it is, and the guy is ready to go. But that's not the case when it comes to women, men. Your wife wants to feel love. She wants to feel affection, and that moves her toward having sex with you. We think that our wives should be just like us and ready to go at the minute we want them to go. I learned early on the importance of earning points throughout the day. I would do things to gain points in hopes that at night I would be able to cash in my chips, right? That I would be able to take those points and I would be able to say, hey, honey, you ready? And if I had played my cards right, pardon the pun, I would be able to then have sex with my wife because she would be ready for it because I had prepared the way by doing the things that I needed to do. I mean, some of you guys, right? My, my, my boys are going to listen to this and they're going to get weirded out because dad's talking about sex. For some of you, you're like, oh man, I'm a good church guy. I don't talk about those things. Well, let me just tell you this. That's the problem. Too many people in church don't want to talk about it. Too many Christians don't want to talk about it, right? They cringe anytime they hear it. Well, what happens is that God has created sex to be something amazing, but the enemy has convinced us that it's all bad, and so we just don't want to talk about it. I mean, I grew up, you didn't talk about sex. And so when we had our kids, I said, you know what? We're going to be open with it. I'm going to show some affection within limit to my wife in front of my kids so that they see these things are good and natural. And so a hug, a pat on the, on the, on the, the backside, those were just things that happened in my house. And so I wanted them to know these are important parts of a relationship between a man and a woman. And so the things that I would do for during the day would earn me points and the reality was, is that most of the things that I did were normal things that we should do. Men, if we are loving our wives the way God would have us love our wives, we are earning points naturally. And then there are some bonus points that we can earn along the way by doing different things, by making certain sacrifices, and we earn those points. Let me tell you this. I loved playing with my kids. When I got home from a long day at work, I would tell my wife, hey, I'm going to go back in the room. I'm going to get changed. I need about a half an hour pause to just get rid of the craziness from the work day. And then I will take over the kids and you just have some alone time where you don't have to worry about the, those kids because she was a stay-at-home mom. She was with the kids all day. And man, when they're young, it's just question after question after question. And she would be worn down. She would just sometimes just want adult talk. If you're a lady and you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Men, if you are unaware of that, you need to become aware of that. But what I found is that even though I loved playing with my kids, I also found that playing with my kids earned me a point with my wife. You see, when we love our kids, what we are doing is loving our wife. We recently watched some family videos and, uh, 
it was a little crazy. What I found is that I did some nutty things with my kids. I have no idea. I mean, after watching the videos, I think my kids missed their calling. I think my kids should have been big time wrestlers and I could have been their manager, right? I could have had three big time wrestlers in my family because we wrestled all the time, usually it involved like me putting a, a sleeping bag over my body and these kids would just jump on me and pummel me. And I'm like, I don't even know how I survived those early years, but it was just amazing. I mean, I missed it. They should have all been big time wrestlers. But men loving their kids is loving their wife. Giving her some alone time has such great value, especially if they've spent their whole day with the kids. Here is one thing funny about the point system, though, men. You can bring home flowers for your wife. One point. You can clean the house. One point. You can skip hanging out with the boys to spend time with your wife. And I'm not talking about as in the boys, your kids. I'm talking about your fellas, right? You can skip time hanging out with them and give that to your wife. And it's one point. You can take your wife out to dinner. One point. You can take your wife on vacation. One point. There is nothing in this point system where you do something. I mean, you know, I've been, my wife and I talked about for our 30th anniversary wanting to go to Hawaii and that was COVID year. And so then it just kept getting pushed back. Life got crazy, leaving the ministry, doing moving uh, 14 hours away, uh, doing those things. Just life got nuts, and it's never happened. But that trip to Hawaii, if it ever happens, hopefully it will, one point. The thing is, is that some of you are like, well, how many points do I have to earn for my wife to have sex with me at night? I mean, it's kind of like that, that question when Peter's saying, you know, how many times should I forgive? Seven times? And then, you know, Jesus says 70 times seven, and he's kind of like, uh, well, I'm not going to give you a number. I don't have that magical number. All I can say is this. You will know when it comes that time. If you have got those magical points, you will know when it comes that time. Unfortunately, too many men expect their wife to work all day whether at a job or at home with the kids, they expect her to clean the house, to make dinner and wash the clothes. Men, what woman is going to have the energy for sex after all that? It is ludicrous, men, and there are a lot of you out there that expect your wife to be superwoman all day and do all of these different things and all the women said amen, and they're doing all these things. And then it gets to that point where you're like, you get in bed, you pull the covers over and you know, you get that little reach around and you're like, Hey babe. And she's thinking, are you serious? Did you sit in there and watch ESPN for three hours while I made dinner, washed clothes, straightened up the house and you did nothing. Men, there are some of you that think you can do that. And I'm just going to tell you this, any points you earned are thrown out the window when you do that. The last thing that she is thinking about after that day is sex. She is thinking about sleep. She is thinking about the fact that when those kids get up in the morning, who's getting up with them? She is. And so when your arm comes around her to let you know that you're ready for sex, she's thinking, get your arm off me. I'm going to bed. 
She's thinking, are you serious? Men, you need to start carrying more of the load at home if you want your wife to come alive in the bedroom. Did you hear that, fellas? You need to start doing some more things around the house so that your wife has the energy when it comes that time, you know, clean up dishes after dinner. Help fix dinner sometimes. You know, men's solution is usually this. Now, I know that some of you are really good cooks out there, so, you know, you don't have to prove the point. But for most of us, our idea of helping cook dinner is we order pizza. And sometimes that's great. But think about the point that you can earn by actually being involved in the process, men. Now, some of you are saying, my wife doesn't want me in the kitchen. And you're probably right. But look for things that you can do to make her job easier from getting from the time that you get home to work to at night when you want to have sex. And men, you may be ready to go in a couple seconds, but that's not the same for her. You need to start working toward the bedroom the minute you get up in the morning. Now, let me go back to the point system because I want to touch on something with the point system. It takes a long time to earn points, but you can lose them in an instant. Remember how I talked about everything you do just gets you one point? But if you do something wrong, it can lose you all of the points and even put you into the hole where you've got negative points and you have to work toward getting out of the hole. You see, all it takes is one insensitive statement or insensitive action, and all your points are gone. There were times when I knew our kids would be gone. So I worked hard to earn the points necessary for things to come alive at night in the bedroom. I mean, there were times when I would plan out what the night was going to be like, and I was excited. I'm like, man, we'll go out for dinner. We'll come home, snuggle a little bit, and then it's time, sex. And I would be like building up, getting excited about that, and I would work all day to earn points so that we could come together and just have amazing sex. She would be rested. I would do the jobs to help pick up the slack. And then I would say or do something wrong. And I would lose all those points that I'd worked so hard. I mean, I was hoping for the 4th of July and all I got was a frost delay. I mean, right? You get what I'm saying, fellas. Because all of you have probably been there. If you're married, you've been there at some point. I'm expecting fireworks. I'm just expecting an amazing night with my wife. And Because I blew it, because I said or did something wrong, all I got was a frost delay. What would happen is we would ultimately just roll on our sides and she would roll to her side of the bed. I would roll to my side of the bed. And do you know what, guys? When we do that, do you know who takes up the middle? Satan. Satan takes up the middle of the bed. But she would go to sleep and I would lay there frustrated. You see, I was like, just like a a guy can get turned on quick, you can't turn it off quick. And my wife, man, she was exhausted and she just went to sleep. So while she's sleeping, I'm laying there frustrated. I'm getting ticked off at just the situation. And I would examine my mind and try to figure out how did things get derailed so quickly? I had this great night planned and before I knew it, it was a mess. 
I would lay there and lay there and lay there. And fellas, I would lay there with no sleep. And that frost delay could sometimes last for days. The enemy, Satan, would use it to get a foothold in our marriage. And guys, I'm sure that some of you have been there before where you have set yourself up for what you thought would be success in your marriage for sex, only to find out that for days and days you were at odds. Ultimately, we would not move past it until we took the time to talk about it. I'm not going to get up get into makeup sex here, fellas, but all I can tell you is this. It is a pain in the butt to go through those challenges in a marriage where you just don't get each other. But all I can say is if you are willing to work through it, makeup sex is a nice benefit of working through your challenges. That's right. I said it, fellas. I know that people don't want to say it, but remember, we throw boulders here. We talk about real things and makeup sex or like when you've been gone on a long break on work or something like that and you come home. Dude, that's awesome time, right? In a marriage, that's awesome. And so the longer you put this off dealing with it, the more you put off that amazing opportunity to make things right and to get back into that relationship with your spouse. And so you earn and you earn and you earn those points. And in a moment, you can lose all those. The other day, my wife and I were out and I was earning some points for a great night to come. I mean, I wasn't thinking that at the moment, but I'd be lying if I didn't say throughout the night when, when I would go from store to store to store. I mean, I'm telling you, we bounced from store to store all over the place. If you've ever seen uh, Winnie the Pooh, man, I felt like Tigger, right? I was bouncing from store to store. And me, when I go to a store, I shop like a man on a mission, right? I go in. And I'm like, I need A, B, C, and D. And I'm going to get those things. And I'm going to get out of the store. I don't need to look around at extra things. The quickest I can get in and out is the best scenario for me. And so I'm helping my wife. And after a few stores, I'm just like, man, I am done in. This is far more. And my wife's not a shopper. I praise God because I'm not a shopper. But on that night, we had to get some things. And so we were looking around. I'm taking one for the team. I'm earning how many points guys? One point. And so we're shopping and I'm getting hungry and I'm like, Hey, you want to go get something to eat? And so we had stopped at a place that we like to get it, get food. And, and, uh, so we, we got our meal and as we're sitting there, I watched a family, a young family walking toward the restaurant, watched them get out of their car and they were coming toward the, the restaurant. The woman had her daughter in one arm and her purse on the other arm, I mean, she was loaded down. And I assume it was her husband, but he was on the phone the minute he stepped out of the car. The woman had to open the door to the restaurant while dealing with everything else she was carrying, and you got it. Her man <laughs> stayed on his phone scrolling. And you say, well, how do you know he was scrolling? You guys know that that scrolling motion, right? Where your thumb just goes up and up and up and up and up or down, down. Uh, that's not typing, you know, typing. It takes a couple fingers. Maybe some of you guys are so good. You could do it with one hand, but there's a scrolling motion that we all know what it is. And that's what he was doing. The situation had my attention 
because the definition of authentic manhood was running through my mind. This dude had failed to reject passivity. He was more about his phone than he was about his wife and his child, if that's who they were. It seemed like that's who they were. But here was the most devastating thing that I saw, men, and it's not the first time I've seen this. I looked over at his wife, and she was just empty and sad. And you could just see it in her demeanor, in her facial expression. She was defeated. You could tell that uh, she recognized that she wasn't much of a priority to that man. And so I watched her as they went through the line. Uh, She had two cups in her hand. Now remember, she's got a purse. She's got a daughter. And she's got two cups. She's trying to fill cups while keeping her daughter with her so she doesn't wander off. While he remained on his phone and did nothing except scroll. You know what I'm talking about, men. I was ready to go. I mean, it is easy to, to, to watch those things, but when you've got the authentic manhood definition in your heart and you believe in that, man, as they were making their way to the table, I'm like, hold me back. And I told my wife, I said, man, you should see what's going on. And she had noticed it when they were coming in that this guy was just not engaged except with his phone. So a nice man who was sitting in a table next to where they were going Uh, it was a family and they had a baby carrier and he moved it out of the way so that they could sit at this other table. Uh, He made room for him because it was pretty crowded in the restaurant. And I thought, dude, that's what a man looks like. I didn't know that guy. But here we've got these two examples of a man that can't get off his phone, can't help his wife, not doing anything except scrolling. And then this other man who's in the middle of conversation with his wife, with his child, and they've got this baby And I'm like, he found the time to be aware of their circumstances and move the baby carrier. If I was closer, I would have gone up to that guy and given him a high five or a fist bump, right? Because I was like, that is what a man should do. Once they were situated and sitting at their table waiting for their food, the man continued scrolling on his phone. The little girl was playing with something at the table and the woman just sat there. And guys, it was breaking my heart because it was just, like I said, emptiness, sadness, loneliness. It was all there. And I told my wife, I said, I'm about ready to get up there and go talk to him. And I know some of you guys are thinking, it's none of your business what's going on. And I think that's one of the problems in life, men, is that We use that excuse to not do anything when we see a problem. I mean, we could walk by a house that was on fire, right? And there were people in that home and we could just say, well, that's not our issue. That's not for us to worry about. And guys, the truth about it is, is that we should all be worried about that fire and we should want to get in there and save the people that are in there, do whatever we can, even at the risk of our own life. It's the same way in relationships like this. Men, we've got to be willing to step out of our comfort zone because here's what I know. That marriage, that relationship is not headed in a good direction. And in time, something is going to happen. The only time I saw him stop scrolling is if he had to go get a drink. 
And so to see him not engaging with anybody, scrolling through his phone, I just thought, how can a man do that? I walked by multiple times to go get a drink refill. I had to get, I mean, I'm telling you, when I go get free drink refills, I get my money's worth. You know what I'm talking about? Some of you guys are like that too. Some of you guys, I mean, I've, I've gone to lunch with people and they don't even drink until like their meal's done and then they drink their, 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 their pop, soda, Coke, whatever you want to call it. And like, I'm like, I'm seeing how many like refills I can get. Can I set a record? I probably don't even need food. I just need drink refills. But every time I would walk past them, I was tempted to grab the dude by the collar, shake him, and tell him, wake up before it's too late. As my wife and I left, it took all my strength not to confront this man. Because every aspect of authentic manhood, I mean, he couldn't even get out of the starting gate of rejecting passivity, but he was falling all over the place as a man. My wife, even as we left, she noticed that the young, young woman looked up at us and you just saw that sadness in her face. And I, guys, I had a difficult shaking that image from my mind. The rest of the day, that's what I could think about. I, random times, I would just tell my wife, I can't get past it. I can't get past it that there are men that would actually do that. And I want to tell you this, men. My wife and I, when we got married, we didn't have cell phones. You're old. I know that. <laughs> but we went back before that. Nowadays, in a relationship between a young man and a young woman, there are so many distractions. Distractions that my wife and I never had to deal with. So we were able to sit around, have dinner together, and build relationships because we didn't have our phone going off all the time with text and phone calls. But as I worked through that, that's what drove this podcast. This was not a planned podcast. But after experiencing that, I thought, you know what? These are areas that we need to address. We need to do things like getting the word sex out there to where it becomes a regular talk. We need to get the word out there that you need to put down your electronic devices and stop letting those get in the way of your relationship in your marriage. I don't know the guy. And I will likely never see him again. But unfortunately, what I know to be true is that there are too many men living their life in the same manner. It might not be their phone that is getting in the way. Perhaps it's sports. Perhaps it's their own recreation or something else that is getting in the way. I remember a man that I was friends with that gave up golf because he felt that it got in the way of his relationship with his family. I mean, to go out and play 18 holes of golf, it takes four to five hours usually. And he thought, I cannot give that time up away from my family. And that's not including driving to the course and driving home. And he said, I've got to put my own desires to the side so that I can build those relationships with my wife and kids. Man, I respect that. We need men who will put aside the distractions and give their wife quality time. Who will give their family quality time. I still wonder, men, if I should have said something to that guy. Because what I know is they are headed down a bad path. Men, not only do we need to be getting ourselves right when it comes to this. We also need to be willing to help other men get it right. 
because so much is riding on this. I have no doubt that you've been out before and you've seen that type of guy. And I see them quite often and it's quite disappointing. But are you willing to do the necessary things to keep this from happening in your marriage? Are you willing to do these things that are necessary to keep from passing it down to future generations? Let me tell you this, men. If you're one of those guys that's sitting at the table with your family and you're always on your phone, hint, you're passing it down to the future generation. Your kids are going to see that. I love that I never had to tell my kids to put down their phone at the table. You know what? They didn't even bring them to the table. I would guess, I mean, we never had to make it a rule because it really never became an issue. But what they knew is this, mom and dad never brought their, their phones to the table. For us, dinner together at night was our time to talk together as a family, to talk about spiritual things, to talk about what was going on in their life. Men, you need to, and man, it, for some of you, because you've allowed it to go so long, if you were to do this, it would flip the world upside down. But for some of you, you need to stop allowing electronic devices at the table. For some of you, you need to turn off the TV during dinner. I'm not saying you can't watch TV sometimes while you eat, watch a movie while you eat pizza, whatever. But for some of you, it's all the time and you need to stop because you have to build those relationships. I love that our dining room was like clear on the other side of the house from our TV because I would probably be one of those guys that would be tempted to watch TV while we ate. And so it was nice to have that. Now, as the kids got older, it became more difficult because in high school, they were always going off to their sporting events and we were eating on the run a lot. But I love that from a young age, we established that pattern with the kids. But men, we have to be willing to do that for our marriage, for our family, and so that we do not pass it down to the next generation. The reality of kids and electronic devices is set by what we allow. Because they can say, well, their friends do it. They have their, well, I don't care what your friends do, right? It's about what we're going to do. We set the tone for our family. And we need to be willing, men, to take that stand to what's the definition of authentic manhood? Lead courageously is one of those pillars. We need to lead courageously so that we get rid of those distractions that will help them in their future relationships. I mean, I see young people now that cannot carry on a conversation with adults. Do you know why? This. They are in the their, their electronics all day. I don't care whether it's a gaming system whether it is their phone, whatever it is, they are on it all the time. And I'm seeing this not just go downstream, but I'm seeing it go upstream when it comes to older people. Men, here's a question for you. Are you willing to lovingly confront other men who are headed down a bad path in their marriage, as a dad, in their relationships, when it comes to things like the way they are involved with social media. We need men willing to have the difficult discussions with other men. I am tired of hearing men turn down those opportunities to have those hard discussions with other men because they're worried about the consequences. Well, let me tell you this, men. 
You can look at the consequences that may happen if you talk about it, but what about the consequences if you don't talk about it? You see, there are consequences whether you do something or don't do something. There are still consequences, and we've got to accept that. Just because you don't do something doesn't remove you from the consequences. We need men who are not worried about what someone else will think about them. We need men who are willing to do the hard things. Let me tell you this. We need men who are willing to admit that they don't have their junk together, right? That they don't always get it right. But there is a lot riding on this men. We have to be willing to step up and to address issues. And it is so important. So we can't just be passive. We just can't turn the other way. That doesn't remove the responsibility from us. And so we've talked about the point system and, and sex at night, and that's an awesome thing. And, and we need to do some right moves that get us to that place, men. And, and now we've just talked about the importance of Man, being authentic men that don't allow electronics, don't allow social media to get in the way of what we are doing in building relationships. And that leads me now to the last issue. And this is a big one. Guys, I am not a big social media guy, but the launch of Time to Man Up ministry has caused me to be more active on social media. One thing that I've noticed in my years on social media is the number of women who post selfies. Now, anyone that knows me from the ministry knows that this is something that I've even talked about from the pulpit in my years of preaching, because it is such a vital situation that, that the Christians have ignored, that men have ignored for far too long. Do you know who doesn't post selfies? Men. Right? You don't find a lot of selfies by men. There is never one moment in the day where I think, boy, I'm going to take off my shirt and post a selfie. What I know is this. You don't want to see this, right? You don't want to see this dad bod. And so it's not something I even think about. I don't think, oh, I got a new haircut. Let me post that. The posts that most men are making are like sports pictures, truck pictures, fishing pictures, family pictures, but no selfies. When I think about all of the men that, that I'm connected through social media with, I do not see a lot of selfies. But when it comes to women, there are a lot of women posting selfies out there. And if we're real with ourselves, there's a lot of selfies that aren't appropriate. If a man ever posted a selfie, I think perhaps we might have to take his man card. So the question is, why do so many women post selfies on their social media? Now, guys, I'm not talking about one selfie. I'm not talking about, oh, your wife got a new haircut. And she just posted a picture of her new haircut. I'm talking about women who are posting multiple selfies, that it's kind of the norm that they're posting selfies. If you went through their feed of, of pictures, there would be a lot of selfie pictures on that. And after they post their selfie, all their friends tell them how beautiful they look. I, I'm telling you this, guys. The one thing I notice 
I have never seen someone post, dude, you are so ugly. Man, that hair looks horrible. What did you do? Did you not do your hair today? People don't say that. They're not like, dang, you're ugly. People don't say that. And men, this is where I'm going to throw a boulder. Why do men have to look to social media? Let me say this. Why do men? Why do women have to look to social media to be told they are beautiful? You hear me, men? Do you get me? Whether you are dating or whether you are married, maybe it's your daughter. Why do they have to look to social media to be told that they are beautiful? When I see a woman doing this, I instantly wonder if her husband has failed to affirm her inner beauty and her outer beauty at home. Usually when a woman is posting multiple social media selfies, what she is craving is attention that she is not receiving at home. And women can try to deny this all they want, but even women say the same thing about that. They are trying to find attention. They are trying to turn to others for validation. And again, we don't see someone saying, man, that outfit you have on is hideous. What's your problem? We don't see that. Women post selfies because they get pumped up when they see all their lady friends saying, oh, you look beautiful. You're amazing. And then maybe even a couple random dudes get on there and say, oh, you're hot. Man, you should be telling your wife those things. She shouldn't be hearing it from some other guy on social media. And what happens is that's just a rabbit trail that then a woman goes off because she begins to find that affirmation. You see, they are fishing for compliments often because they have failed to get it from where they should get it. Guys, if you have a daughter, your daughter should be getting that affirmation from her father. If you're married, she should be getting that affirmation from her husband. If you're dating and in a serious relationship, you're engaged, listen, your girlfriend should get that affirmation from you and from her father. I always wanted my daughter to know that she was beautiful. And I'm grateful that she never felt the need to put selfies out there. It doesn't mean that I always did the best thing, but I was just glad that she never felt that she had to do that. Too many women are basing their self-worth off what people think about their photo. And let me just tell you this. If there's a lady listening to this, they don't tell you the truth. They're telling you what you want to hear. And let me tell you also, ladies, if you're listening to this, if you're comparing yourself to the women in Hollywood in pictures, they use computer touch-up all over the place. They hide blemishes. They try to make it look as perfect as possible. You see some of those people without their makeup, it's not very perfect. And this isn't to bash them. It's just to say, don't buy into the lies, ladies. And so dads, husbands, I'm talking to you. We need to be affirming to the women in our lives in a matter that builds their confidence and their self-worth. We need them to know that who they are in Christ is what gives them the greatest beauty. And men, here's a hint. I tell most couples that they will never look better than they did when they got married. 
I mean, that's the harsh reality, right? When you look back on your marriage pictures, you're like, man, we looked pretty good back then. The reality is we get old. We get old. A woman's value should not be found in her outward appearance, but often it is. Men, we can change that by providing the affirmation they need from home. Men, if your wife or daughter are posting selfies all the time on their social media, you need to examine yourself. What are you failing to do as a husband? What are you failing to do as a father? And I haven't even mentioned how sexual some of the pictures are that are posted out there. And guys, you can say, well, those those aren't people that are Christians. Oh, there are Christians that, that post some pictures that I think, wow. I mean, men struggle when it comes to the visual, right? And listen, ladies know that. Ladies know that challenge. There are some people that don't get it, but a lot of ladies know that. That's why they target men like that. I mean, they're not sending these provocative pictures to other ladies. They're sending them to men. And what we need to do is, there are some times when I've seen a picture that somebody's posted on social media, and I've taken a second look. Now, listen, fellas, I'm not telling you that's right. I'm just saying that when I saw it, I was like, dang, what's that? And I found myself taking that second look. I try to avoid it when it comes to social media. I try to be very careful because I know this. It is a deadly trap for men. And once you know that somebody's posted a picture, if it gets your attention, you can go back to that and view it anytime you want. Men, we can't be ignorant about that. And women know this and they use it to get our attention. Men, we must keep our guard up When it comes to social media, husbands and dads, what are you doing on the home front to guard your wife, to guard your daughter or daughters from this situation? We need to remind the women in our lives that they are fearfully and wonderfully made by God in his image. Men, I want to close by giving you a few reasons why your wife or daughter are posting selfies. The first reason why women post selfies, and this isn't going to be all-inclusive, I just want to give you a few, is the lack of self-worth. When a woman, when a girl does not feel self-worth at home, at school, in her job, what she is going to do is turn to a place where she can find self-worth. Every woman's worth is found in Jesus Christ and not in people's comments on their selfie. But unfortunately, too many women turn to a selfie to find their value, to find their self-worth. What happens when no one comments on their picture? They begin to think all the worst, right? They think, oh, I'm not beautiful. I don't have what it takes. And they begin to put themselves down. Men, it is our responsibility to show women that their self-worth is not found in that selfie posted. The second thing is too many women are trying to show people that they are happy, that they have everything they want. I remember hearing somebody say this, that marriage has not been what they thought it was, right? We all have this beautiful picture of what marriage should be like. And it's usually like this fairy tale kind of picture that we have. But the reality is marriage is hard. It is difficult. It takes work and there are ups and downs all throughout it. And by God's grace, we make it all the way through. 
But some people post a selfie because when their marriage is falling apart, they just want people to think that everything is good. For us guys, we just go out and we act like it's good. For women, they put a picture out there. They cover up the hurt and they cover up the pain by making the outside look good. While inside, they are falling apart. They are also using selfies to make it look like they're someone they really aren't. The third thing they use selfies for is to get attention. When a wife or daughter does not get the attention they need at home, they can turn to social media. This is why husbands and dads need to be proactive when it comes to social media. Husbands, is your wife posting too many selfies on social media? Would you even know if she was? I mean, some guys will say, well, I'm not on social media. Well, if your wife is on it, you should be one of her friends. You should be one of her friends on social media. And so men, if you don't have a social media profile and your wife does, you should be a friend with her on social media so that you can be aware of what's going on. Dads, is your daughter posting too many selfies? I told my kids when they got on social media, there was one prerequisite, and that is that they had to request me to be their friend. They were to request me to be their friend. And that was part of the agreement to be able to do that. Men, do you know what your daughter, or I could say even your son, but with daughters, it's important. Uh, do you know what your daughter is putting on social media? Ignorance is not an excuse. We need to know what our kids are putting on social media while they are in our home. We need to take an active role in shepherding those God has placed under our protection. I hope that you have found this episode of the Time to Man Up podcast to be challenging. I hope it because, man, guys, the role that we play as a husband and a father is so important. Our family is looking to us to lead them. And I hope you do a better job than me at earning points and keeping them. Men, let me end this episode by reminding you of the four pillars of authentic manhood. Those pillars are reject passivity. Men, we need to reject passivity. We can't just ignore these things in our world. And it's going to get worse. Social media is going to get worse. I tell my kids all the time, I don't know what it's going to be like when you guys have to raise your kids. I can't imagine it. It was hard enough for us, and we survived early on years of not having to deal with cell phones and that. The second pillar is accept responsibility. We need to accept responsibility for the wife God has given us, the, the children God has given us. Thirdly, we need to lead courageously. And fourthly, we need to invest eternally. I mean, there's going to come a time when we're not here. How have we set up our kids for success? Guys, memorize this definition of, of authentic manhood. Memorize these pillars. Live it out every day. There are people that are depending on you. Men, it's time. It's time to man up. Before we go today, though, I want to take a moment as we wrap this episode up to celebrate the completion of our first study, Man Up, Becoming the Man God Desires You to Be. It is a 10-week video curriculum that works its way through 1 Corinthians 16, verses 13 to 14, where it says this, be watchful, 
stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, and let all that you do be done in love. Lord willing, this study will be available for purchase by the end of this month at www.time2, remember that's the number two, time2manup.com. Guys, help us get the word out, man. Take it to your churches. Take it to your men's ministries. We believe that this is the first study of four that we're working on, and we believe that this study will have an impact on men's lives, not just the study, but the foundation for how we show you how small groups should function within a men's ministry. So you will be able to check out. We've been talking about this trailer. The trailer is done. And uh, you will be able to check out the trailer uh, this week by visiting Time to Man Up's website as it will be available for you there. And I just also want to remind you that you can support this ministry by going to our website and give a one-time gift or by using one of our podcast platforms to click on that and to be able to give monthly. And you can either give 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. And again, we are grateful for anything. Uh, it takes a lot of time and effort to get this out, but we love doing this. And if you can support this, uh, we would be grateful for that. So until next time, let's stop skipping stones across the surface, men. And let's start throwing some boulders that go deep below the surface. Men, it's time to man up. <laughs>